show today. We have a great show for y'all. We have Scott England joining us, who is an incredible author. He does some wonderful autobiographies. We're going to talk about his recent one, Behind the Beard, William Lee Golden's story, and also many more. (laughs) So we're really excited to have him on. And then, of course, we talk with Jamie and Rebecca Bagwell. So up first, let's take a chat with Scott England. Please welcome to the Joe's show my guest, Scott England. Hi. Hi, Josie. I have been uh, a fan of yours from afar for a number of years, cheering you on as you've done your awards and now your podcast, and I'm thrilled to be your guest today. Oh, thank you. I've been looking forward to talking to you because I'm a fan of your work as well, just from from the get-go of reading Behind the Beard. (laughs) William Lee Colvin, you are an incredible writer, but before we dig into all the autobiographies, you actually started in radio. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because you've interviewed some of the biggest stars in the world that we know and love, and you started young age, so... I started on uh, the radio station, the local station in central Illinois the day after I graduated high school. I was a country DJ and I did that for about a decade, then decided to make as little money in TV as I did in radio, so I got into TV and worked my way up from uh, photographer to uh, TV reporter and ended up as news anchor and I was a news anchor and reporter for about 20 years in Central Illinois, always dreaming of living and working in Nashville. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time and I finally made it 11 years ago. I was uh, named the news anchor for the RFD TV network. I did that for about five years and then at age 50, I found my calling. I started writing books. Yes. Oh, and books you have. You have some really great ones out there that everyone needs to go and check out. One being your latest, which is Behind the Beard, of course, the story of William Lee Golden uh, from the Oak Ridge Boys. So I want to know, how did you first meet William, and how did the idea of this book first come about? Okay. Uh, I was always the world's biggest William Lee Golden fan. Mm -hmm. And when he left the Oaks... Mm-hmm. I would have been in my 20s probably when he left them for, you know, eight or nine years. My wife and I started following him around, him and the Goldens, and we would go to their concerts as many as we could. And, and I was just a huge fan of Williams. And then when he got back with the Oaks, we 
were so thrilled, and we continued to cheer him on and cheer the Oaks on over the years. And I, I'm not a, I'm not in the league of a lot of the Super Oaks fans, and I've saw a couple hundred Oaks concerts over the years. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are some that seen, you know, a couple thousand, you know. Right. But uh, always a big fan of Williams and. When I started writing books, he was really my main goal. It took me about seven or eight books to convince him finally that he needed to write one. But I was such a fan. My wife and I, for like 20 years, we would come down every three-day weekend, every vacation from Illinois. We'd come down to Nashville, come down to Fanfare. And during our time in Nashville, we would always drive out to Hendersonville. At the time, Twitty City was here, and the House of Cash was here, and we'd go by Johnny Cash's house. And we'd always drive out by William D's house and get a tree that looks like him out in the front yard. And mm-hmm. We would always get our picture by the gate. And we did this for like 20 years. And now I find myself behind the gate, inside the house of the guy who I've loved all these years. It's a, it's a miracle from God, really. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, his book turned out really great. I call it my masterpiece. I don't know if I'll ever top it, but I'll, I'll try, but it's a great one. Oh, it really is. And it's available on Amazon. Like I said, please make sure you check it out. Amazon at yeah. WeeblyGoldenBook.com. Yes. Both places. Please make sure you check it out. I love one's at his website on WeeblyGoldenBook.com. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So please make sure you check it out. And I love that it took some convincing for him to agree upon doing the autobiography because he just felt like there was nothing to talk about. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> it took a lot of convincing. Yeah. I asked him probably half a dozen times over a few years. Mm-hmm. Just wouldn't give up. Finally got him at a weak moment. <laughs> weak spot. <laughs> That's when you have to go in there. <laughs> That is wonderful. And in the process of writing the autobiography, I'm sure you learn, you know, so much about the artist and you're really able to dig deep. I think William even joked about how you even talked to his ex-wife. So you really have to take that deep dive. So that's really cool. His was extra, extra deep. Uh, Just knowing him and his family so much. Uh, He's been married four times. got a lovely, lovely wife, Mm -hmm. Uh, Simone, his his current wife and last wife. Mm -hmm. his first wife, I knew, had so many stories. He was born when he was just a teenager before he got into singing. She had so many stories, and she had so many pictures from, you know, when he was a kid and, and all that. And I thought, man, I can't do his book without getting her. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Bro Jean, which was her name, she came down with cancer and she was dying. Mm-hmm. And William Houghton committed to the book. And I thought, man, I'm not even going to do the book without her. Right. And uh, the same week that he said, yes, he would do it, uh, Chris, his son, told and said, if you ever want to talk to mom, you need to get down here to Boone, Alabama right now. And so I went down. And she gave me the last two days that she was out of bed. And... Uh, about a week later, she passed away, but she gave him such a great gift. And I told her at the time, I said, you're, you're giving him this wonderful gift of sharing all these memories that he had forgotten. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I, I looked at it as my final gift to him. She really made the book. It wouldn't have been the same without her, and I probably wouldn't have done it without her. But I, I might have, but it, it would have been totally different. 
Right. It all worked out real good. The timing was perfect. The timing was perfect, and it is a beautiful gift to him. Just beautiful, beautiful timing, and I'm I'm just so glad that she was able to be a part of it. And it's such a great book. I mean, you you share everything, and and such great photos as well in the book. We have to talk about so many great photos over the years. Well, they come from the artist. Each book I do, they come from their own collection. You know, I go through. My first book was uh, Ronnie McDowell. Ronnie mm-hmm. was kind of my guinea pig. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, for pictures, just go out to his garage, and he had big Tupperware uh, totes, you know. And I went through over 10,000 pictures that he had just laying in the garage. Wow. And, you know, not in, in photo albums or anything. And that's about the way everybody is. Everybody has it just everywhere. And it really makes the book extra special. Ones that their fans haven't seen, ones their family hasn't seen. I put a little extra to get them, to get them so nice in, in each book. And so many. We do a lot of pictures in each book. Yes, it's beautiful. I, I hope everyone checks it out. You can check it out at WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. You can get a signed copy and also, of course, on Amazon. So make sure you check that out. Behind the Beard, you will not want to miss. And share with your friends and your family. Please do. And how long typically does it take to write an autobiography? Because I'm sure there's a lot of prep. And, and writing a book, just in general, does not seem easy by any It takes
if they sell, that's great. But if not, then we had a great time, and I, I loved the person that I was working with, you know. Yeah. Is there an artist that you would love to work with on an autobiography? That is just a dream. I've done 10 in the last six years, yeah. which is really pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's about three or four that I'd like to do, but I've just been kind of putting it off because I didn't have enough time. But maybe. There's four for sure I'd like to do. I've loved them all my life. One is Crystal Gale. Yes. Love to, love to write crystals. Uh, I know somebody will beat me to it. They might before I, <laughs> before I have time. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. And, mm-hmm. and uh, me too. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just, my first love in country music was Sylvia. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to write Sylvia's just because I would enjoy it, the process. And also Becky Hobbs. Mm-hmm. I love Becky. All of them would be amazing. And, and just I would love to learn more about each artist that you mentioned, especially Sylvia and, and just, oh, Crystal Gale. I, I can't even choose. They'd just be all amazing. So, yes, please. Yeah. I don't know how many of my books you've got, but I, my first one was Ronnie McDowell. Yeah. And Lulu. It was Johnny, was Johnny mm-hmm. Lee, still looking for love in all the wrong places. My third mm-hmm. one was Mo Bandy. Mm-hmm. Lucky me. My fourth one was Jimmy Capps. Mm-hmm. The Man in Back, Lulu Roman. Yeah. Came next, then uh, Larry Black from Larry's Country Diner. Mm-hmm. Misty Rowe from Hee Haw. Guitar legend Pete Wade. I did that as a favorite to King Caps. It turned out good. Mm-hmm. Then uh, William Lees, and then I got another one. Uh, I don't know if you know him, this gospel music, Jamie Coulter. They call him the Little Giant of Gospel Music. It will mm-hmm. be out in about two months. It's already at the printer. And then uh-huh. T. Grahams will be out later this year. I can't wait. So you have some you are you have some already in the works that are about to release and I'm so excited about that. And we'll promote it on all of our pages as well as as they start coming out. <laughs> that is so exciting. That is very cool. Well I, I think what you do is just incredible and so much fun too. I love that you have a passion for it. You know, this is like a fun a fun thing for you. You know, not a job. I wanna you know when I when I dreamed of living and working in Nashville mm-hmm. I figured I'd just be uh news anchor or something like that, but I wanted to be involved in country music some way, and since I don't sing or play an instrument, I found my found my niche. You really did. And fun fact, I do want to mention, because I did I did see the interview, you were actually the first person to interview Garth Brooks. <laughs> well, I was the first, but I was really... You were close early, Mm-hmm. We look we look like kids, don't we? You do, yes. I was like, oh, they're babies. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, uh, Garth was, he gave me his phone number that night. I never did call it. I should have. I know, right? <laughs> Hello. Yes. Oh, my goodness. There's some really great interviews on YouTube. You have one with, like, Jay Leno and everything. I was enjoying it. I was yeah. just enjoying it. <laughs> and you can also see my, my crazy side of where I got tased by the police. Yep. Yep. And, uh. <laughs> where I was riding a bull or attempting to ride a bull. I ended up breaking my back that day. Oh, my goodness. And and I can't tell you what it is, but for the last, I really wanted to take all this year off from riding, but it didn't work out, as you can see. (laughs) But uh, I wanted to take the year off because I've been working for the last three years on my lifelong goal. Ooh. It's a dream that I've had all my life, and I, I finally decided, well, if you're ever going to do it, you need to do it. And so I've been working for it for three years and uh, really hard this year, and I will reach it in the late fall or early winter. It's nothing that 
has anything to do with country music or really? books or anything. Really? Interesting. But the first person I told what I was doing before my wife was William Lee Goldwyn because William is such a visionary and such a dreamer. There's nothing too far-fetched or too outlandish for him. Right. And I, I knew if I told him and he laughed, it was just, you know, it was weird. And, uh, <laughs> and he didn't laugh. He said, man, don't laugh. And he's been cheering me on for the last year. Oh, that is so cool. That's a good support. That's a good friend right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ah. So anyway, I'll... You'll find out in the coming months Can't wait. Well, we're going to keep our eyes and ears peeled for sure. I can't wait. I'm telling you. Um, yeah. And I'm just so excited to follow your journey because I, just being able to research you, you know, prepping for this interview, you are very interesting, my friend. <laughs> You've done it all, I feel like. Well, thank you. There are people that have asked me to write my own book over the years. Yeah. I've got one more topic to go before I do it, and so I'm working on that right now. Yes. As far as, as far as what I want to do in life. But, but I'll tell you, one of the goals I never reached doing it, I always wanted, whenever I would watch a country music award on TV, mm -hmm. I would always end up yelling and talking on the TV. These are not the people that I hear on the this music. And I so my idea, being a TV guy, I always wanted to do, I was going to call it the Real Country Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to do it this past year because uh, I found, I heard William's new stuff, William and the Goldens, their, their music, and I thought, well, that needs to be a way for them to be recognized. You know, no Bancy's new album, and I thought, man, we need to get, and then the Malthus Brothers, yeah. what they're doing, and I thought, I would look at the, you know, the, the big networks, what we need independent you know author out there 
That's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're going to introduce it. We will. I promise you that. But I just, I love everything that you do. I'm a fan. I had so much fun, you know, researching and seeing everything that you have done and, and continue to do. And we can't wait to follow your journey coming up and, and see the T-Gram, uh, Brown Autobiography, all of them uh, that are coming out. So I want to thank you so much for chatting with me. And please come back on anytime. Lucy, I thank you for your time. And like I said, I'm very proud of you and what thank you're doing. You're doing Oh, thank you. Well, we appreciate you, and I will see you real soon at the award show. I can't wait to finally get the chance to meet you. We were in the same we were in the same building, but we never actually met. <laughs> Didn't know who we were sitting by. I know. I was like, well, it's funny because you know William introduced you, you know, to the audience, and I knew who you were already. I was like, I was like, oh, I don't think he's going to know who I am, so maybe I should just leave him alone. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And we will definitely have you back on. Everyone, please make sure you you get behind the beard uh, the wonderful William Lee Golden of the Oak Ridge Boys autobiography at WilliamLeeGoldenBook.com. It's also on Amazon. Check it out, everybody. And thank you so much, Scott. <laughs> Josie, I've got a million interviews in my, in my day, and you're a great interviewer. Oh, thank you. I try my best. It's difficult interviewing an interviewer, you know? Sure. Sure. Great. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate you. Scott England. Ah, what a joy. Scott England, he's great. I, I'm so excited to meet him at the award show and um, officially. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, and the next interview that I want to bring you here today is Jamie and Rebecca Bagwell, husband-wife duo, singing duo. Here they are. <laughs> Please welcome to the Josie Show my guest, husband and wife, Chief Master Sergeant Jamie Bagwell and Rebecca May Bagwell. Hi. Hello. How are you? Doing great. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Thank you for having us. Oh, anytime. I've been looking forward to this. So first off, before we really dig in, I want to congratulate you, Rebecca, for your nomination at the Josie Music Awards this year. Woo woo. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited. I appreciate it very much from you all. Yes. Oh, well-deserved. Well-deserved as always. And how did y'all meet? When did you realize you wanted to start making music together? Well, it was, it's a really condensed, I'll do the condensed version since uh, we don't have like eight hours of time. (laughs) Right. Um, As you you know, um, I was doing, um, I've been doing a show um, started in my living room during COVID crazy, um, trying mm-hmm. to uh, bring some um, uplifting the military and bring some awareness and start learning more stuff that, that I and civilians should be doing for, to help them. And then it gravitated over to Starstruck Farm, where Reba McIntyre used to own in Lebanon, Tennessee, mm-hmm. in front of a live audience. And I and I was putting um, one uniform of each branch of the military up, and I was missing an Air Force uniform. And a mutual friend of ours, actually it was my cameraman's wife, um, kept telling Jamie, "You gotta, you gotta take your uniform. She needs an Air Force uniform because Jamie's in the Air Force." And jumping ahead, finally he came to the show, gifted the show with his Air Force uniform, all decorated and beautiful and everything. Of course, I cried. Um, I think he had come to three or four shows, and then um, I was doing a show with uh, Ronnie McDowell and my car broke down and it was just a whole bunch of interesting things that just all played into um, having a 
hang out so that we had to spend time together in the truck for him to bring me home and get to know each other. And it was just so comfortable and easy and, and um, like we've known each other for years. And um, jumping ahead after that, there's so much more we could share, but it's just such a limited amount of time right here. Um, but, you know, we went out on a date. And I was listening to him. Um, he was kind of singing along with a song on the radio or something, and I leaned my ear in, and I went, hmm, he's got a good voice. And so we started talking about, you know, a little bit about music and, you know, that sort of thing. And, and um, you know, he said he'd been wanting to do music his whole life, but, you know, spent his whole life in the military and hadn't had, you know, endless supplies of time to be able to pursue any of that. So, you know, it's just pretty neat how the Lord's worked, how you know, brought us together, and he has a beautiful voice, he plays the guitar, and our voices mesh, and it's just like, how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Oh, that's a beautiful story. I think that's so great, and I'm so glad you both found each other, and I want to thank you, Jamie, for your service. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, anytime. So, and I I believe, I heard from the Grapevine, Grapevine, you will be retiring soon, is that true? Yes, uh, yes, in August, uh, next month, uh, early Congratulations. Congratulations you. to you. Yes. And um, so I want to talk about this new single titled Not Really. Can you tell us about the inspiration behind this single? Yes. Um, it's written by, I'm sure you probably know Jerry Foster. I've mm-hmm. heard Jerry Foster. He is uh, one of the songwriters. Bill Rice is the other songwriter. Uh, Jerry had come on my show back last year sometime. And um, I just kind of, you know, I knew he was a songwriter, but I didn't really know what he had and that sort of thing. And uh, after that, I had kind of poked at him and said, you know, can you just send me a few things just to see if I want to record? And I was going to actually do a solo recording before I met Jamie of one of Jerry's songs. And and then, you know, here we are this many months later and have a duet out that was Jerry's. And um, it just kind of happened that we, we were just asked, or I asked Jerry if he had anything that might be duettable, for lack of a better term. And um, and so he, he pitched us a few songs, and this was the one that we picked because it was kind of like one of those things where um, we weren't looking for each other, and then all of a sudden here we are in each other's life, and, and you know, it's it's just magical. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a, it's such a thing. So it's kind of it kind of touched both of our hearts to you know not really you know we've had relationships in the past but not really if you know what I'm saying. It's a beautiful duet and I hope everyone checks it out. It's available now for download and everywhere you find music you will be able to find this single. So oh how exciting! And so Jamie, I'm assuming this was recording vocals, going to the studio and doing this was a new experience for you. So and I'm assuming a positive one. It was yes, it was my first really uh, you know professional recording yeah it was a great experience it, we we practiced it a little bit went into the studio had a great engineer and uh, he helped us with that it was just a lot of fun so we're, we're looking at uh looking forward to doing some more yes and that's actually what i was going to ask that's what that's what was my next leading question are you two working on any new music together to be released in the future are you currently writing together yes uh we have we have like three or four other songs that we're hoping to cut hopefully this year so that we can get an EP out for, by the first part of next year. And um, the great Leona Williams, um, she's she's given us a song that we're working on. Bobby G. Rice has pitched us a song that we're probably going to be picking up. Um, and Jamie actually is a songwriter. And, of course, you know, I didn't know that. And um, so he has a he has a great patriotic tune. I can't wait till um, he gets that out. That's one of the songs that will hopefully, maybe hopefully, possibly be on the EP. Get that out because it's just such a great story storyline to the song that I think a lot of us are wishing and hoping for in this country at this particular moment. 
Yes. Oh, it's much needed. It really is. And I'm looking forward to the, the new project coming out. And anytime you guys have new music that comes out, please let us know. We'd love to promote it on all of our social networking sites and also here as well. And you all have a new website together as well. Can you give that out for us? Yes, it is Rebecca and Jamie, and it's um, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-A-N-D-J-A-M-E-Y.com. So RebeccaandJamie.com. Perfect. Check it out. You also have show dates there as well. In August, we'll be heading up to the New England States doing a doing an old home day uh, gig up there uh, Friday night, August 19th, and then that following Saturday we'll be in the town parade. And I'm not sure how that's all going to work. They're thinking they might have a battery operated speaker or something that we'll sing through, but yeah. we might just sing at the top of our lungs at the, on the back of the front. That works too. <laughs> I don't hate it. Do it. <laughs> oh, I love that. That is so cool. That is awesome. I love that. And Jamie, as, as you know, Rebecca mentioned, um, you're a songwriter. So what do you usually like to write from? I'm sure, you know, experience and things that people may be able to relate to. Well, yeah, this, this particular song, is. It's, I've written a couple songs, but this one's like the first song that I'm going to actually publish and, and put out. Uh, this was one I've actually, I started this song about six years ago. I, I started it with um, thinking about patriotism and, you know, we could really use a piece of patriotism in this country. And my life's been spent in the military and, uh, right. and I consider myself a patriot and I love the country a lot. So does Rebecca. For right now, I'm kind of focusing right there, but I've got, we're working on a few other things too that are like love songs and some other, you know, fun songs and things like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of widely varied, uh, right. but but that's kind of my, my main push right now. Yeah, a little bit of everything for everybody. You know what I mean? And we need some great love songs. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah make sappy. Let's get sappy. Right. That and also, of course, we need those patriotic songs. And it's just I love what you all do together. You know what I mean? Um, that's beautiful, and I can't wait to see what is next. Uh, well, we'll keep an eye on everything, and like I said, we'll love to promote it uh, everywhere. And I have some fun questions for both of you if y'all are ready. <laughs> all right, all right. So I wanted to ask you, is there an artist that you all would love to work with? Josie Pasatino Boom. There you go. Boom. I am in. I am in like Flynn, y'all. Where do we, where do I need to go? <laughs> most, yeah, yeah. most wanted to work with. Yeah. I just I just married recently. So oh, you're done. <laughs> you you have you have your artist. That's right. <laughs> Let's see. Who should we who we work with? I'd like to work with uh Holly and Leona Williams. Yeah, there Leona. You and she, she's just so sweet and down to earth and talented anyway to begin with. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like all those artists that have patriotic songs. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. And, uh, that would be a dream come true to, to be able to somehow work with with uh, artists like that at some point. Yeah. Is there a venue that you would love to perform that you have not had the opportunity yet? I would like to sing at the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you didn't even have to think twice about that when you're like, listen. <laughs> question I have for you guys, which I'm sure you guys have never had asked ever in your career, so I'm just going to go for it. For each of you, is there an animal, any animal in the wild that would best personality suit you? Jamie's more protective, so... I think I think for him, I would say I would say the, the, the uh, king of the beast. Yes. Uh, yes. I, yep. <laughs> so he's not kind, but he's very strong. Right. What do you think? What do you think about Rebecca? <laughs> well, please not say so. no. 
I know she's crazy about feline, the feline family. Mm-hmm. Um, I like horses too. But. And uh, which you know you just you said king of beast, which that's feline also. But horses, yeah, she, yeah, she would she would most likely be a uh, a, a, a thoroughbred horse. But that's not in the wild. Oh uh, well, there are some. You know what? I can I can roll with this. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Great answers. And I want to thank you both so much for uh, hanging out with me here. And please give out your websites as well, because I know you guys are on Facebook as well. Yeah. Um, thank you again too for having us. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, so the the new website is RebeccaAndJamie.com, and it's um just spell out the and. A-N-D, uh, Rebecca and Jamie.com is J-A-N-E-Y. And um, my Facebook is Rebecca Bagwell, uh, B-A-G-W-E-L-L. And I'm trying to change my artist page to be Rebecca and Jamie on Facebook, but I'm struggling getting Facebook to accept the change. So it's mm-hmm. still Rebecca A. Lawless. And if people would go over there and like that, hopefully at some point we'll get the we'll get the name changed, and or we may have to change and just do a whole new page and start uh, putting people over to that. But um, Jamie is uh, Jamie Bagwell on Facebook. My Instagram is um, Rebecca Bag Rebecca May Bagwell, I think on Instagram. But you just find me, just look up Rebecca Bagwell. Perfect, perfect. Easy enough. When in doubt, Google it out. Type in the names. You'll be able to find them on Facebook and um, all over. Yes, so please make sure you do. And I want to thank you both so much once again for joining me. And thank you so much for your service, Jamie. Thanks so much. Thank you, Heather. And we are back. Um, So after recording this interview with Jamie and Rebecca Bagwell, uh, they did want to add an artist that, um, in in my question, artist that they would like to work with. They wanted to add uh, Brian Kelly of Florida Georgia Line, who actually listened to their song at bass. So that's really cool. So they wanted to add him in. um, And uh, I agree. (laughs) That would be a fun one, too. Um, But I want to thank both of my guests so much for joining, joining me, Scott England and Jamie and Rebecca Bagwell. And thank you all so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time spending it with with us here at the Josie Show and see y'all again next week. Love y'all. Bye-bye. The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions. Sisters in Music hosts Sim Jam Nashville, October 22nd, 2022, part of JMA Fest 2022 at the Nashville Palace. Our stage is sponsored by Prasad Entertainment LLC and C. Natasha Productions. Join us for live music from 12 to 9 p.m. local time. Multiple artists across multiple genres. For more info, please visit www.sistersinmusic.org forward slash events. Hope to see you there. JMA Fest 2022 proudly welcomes country music sensation Craig Campbell on October 22nd to JMA Fest for our evening concert at the Troubadour Nashville. Located at 2416 Music Valley Drive. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. JMA Fest 2022. Craig Campbell goes on at 8. Don't miss it.
Get those tickets now at www.jmafest.com slash concert. Presented by the Josie Music Association and Country Blast Radio. Seating availability is limited, so get those tickets now. See you there. (laughs) 